where we are live this is real welcome back to unauthorized opinions uopod.com like share subscribe it's pure propaganda and it's super cringe by the way i literally went to the polls with nothing in mind i saw a can of orange soda in the parking lot <laughs> and it's i was like yep, there we go an unopened can of orange soda just chilling <laughs> in the parking lot i was like yeah i gotta vote for trump dude your podcast sucks it's mental mate it's absolutely mental i'll be honest i thought it was kind of offensive when you talk so much about the loch ness monster political climate it's great here a lot of fat chicks and a lot of screaming <laughs> andrew and eric a couple of conspiracy retards and andrew treat yourself okay especially if you start i don't know getting getting in good with homeless people unauthorized opinions streaming everywhere at uopod.com Oh, we are back. My light's not on. My light's off. Eric, entertain the people for five seconds. Get it together, bro. Well, I I wasn't ready, right? We're doing it live. I thought we were going to have maybe a little little pre-show backstage, but let's let's do it live. It's better to do it live. We're doing it live, as they say. Um... A lot of cancellations to get to, Eric. Everybody was canceled over the weekend. Thank you for keeping me informed um, via sexy direct messages. Should I, should I jinx something or should I not jinx something? I think I should jinx it just so that we all know that it's a conspiracy. We are not yet demonetized on YouTube. Oh, okay. I'm going to refresh the page. I'm going to look at it live here. We're demonetized. Okay. I see it now. You know, as soon as five minutes ago, we weren't demonetized. Now I'm seeing it that we are demonetized. It's lovely. So if you are watching on YouTube or any other platform, please go ahead and give us a like and a share. And of course, patreon.com dot patreon.com slash uopod is where you'll get the bonus podcast. And please support us because, you know, we're demonetized before we start every single week. But this is just, I mean, this is obviously on us, right? At first, maybe it was like, oh, if you put Fauci in the title or if you put <sighs> um, misinformation in the title, if you put something, if you put a, a, a naughty word in the title, then they go ahead and do it. But I mean, Jamie Foxx, Neo, these are people of color, right? That, those should be boosted <laughs> in the algo. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, which... Yeah, I don't see anything, Eric, in the tag. She's canceled like, by proxy, right? Canceled yes. Proxy. Okay. We got NASCAR. We got names of celebrities. We got soccer. Nothing in the tags or the title should get us demonetized, but we are persona non grata. I'm just going to start signing up for the black YouTuber thing and be like, listen, you can see at least 50% of my posts on YouTube are places of color. Well... I mean, it was only—it's only a matter of time, right? As before, as I'm the, black, or well, the old, obviously the the natural joke that has no choice but to be made is that if mm-hmm. we, you can identify as anything, then you can identify as anything, right? And so, we're going to, we okay. are going to, we're going to switch racial backgrounds, perhaps at any moment during the show. So multiple Which cancellations. <laughs> Which they did on It's Always in Sun. It's Always right. in Philadelphia. Yeah, the Seinfeld episode <laughs> is great too, is if that's what you're referring to. But um, and a lethal weapon. Yes, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the one. That's the okay. One. So all these celebrities, this is basically a big free speech thing because um, you've got Neo talking on a show, being interviewed by a Latina woman. So you've got a black guy and a Latina woman. Then you've got Jamie Foxx, another black guy. Then you've got Jennifer Aniston, a white woman. Then you've got a NASCAR driver, a white man. And they're all guilty of doing something online that is out of favor with the powers that be. Now, we're going to show Neo first. I think his is the most uh, explosive because he's actually sticking to his guns. The other ones, you know, we've got a misunderstanding in there. And then we've got a guy thinking that he did something wrong and apologizing. So we've got... All cover all ends of the spectrum for the cancel mob or the cancel culture mafia out here on display. So let's start with Neo. He, of course, is a singer. And if you were, you know, let's say in the clubs in the 2010s or something, Eric, or in the bars of the 2010s, you heard a lot of Neo. You heard a lot of Lady Gaga, a lot of Rihanna's, uh, Pitbull, that sort of stuff. But Neo's 
you know, who knows what he's doing now, but he's probably got a lot of money. So his, his ability to talk about his opinion now is probably escalated to the point where he doesn't really have to care. We'll get to his comments after of him defending himself. Which so is pretty sad, by the way, right? Like, that's a pretty sad is. thing. So let's hear what you have to say. Actually, you know what? I might have to tease this. Well, we're already demonetized. So within the, I, I was going to say within the first third of a, of a video, the first 10 to 15 minutes, usually on YouTube, that's when they say you are more susceptible to things being uh, demonetized, but we're already demonetized. So I think we can talk about Neo talking about, you know, child transitioning. No, let him say it. Let, no. Yeah. Parents have almost almost forgotten what the role of a parent is. Amen. It's like, okay, lost control. if your little boy comes to you and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl. And you just let him rock with that? You just let him. <laughs> right. He's five. Right. And where did he get that if from? If you let this five-year-old boy decide to eat candy all day, he's going to do that. Exactly. Like, when, when did it become a good idea to let a five-year-old, let a six-year-old, let a 12-year-old make a life-changing decision for themselves? Right. When did that happen? Right. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. I, I, just, I don't get that. Don't and get to that. medicate these young kids that are five, six, growing up and knowing that it, it affects their brain. It affects their organs. It mm-hmm. makes them sick. But they're not allowed to do drugs. They're not allowed to do alcohol. Right. But we can medicate them He can't them drive a car yet, but he can decide his sex. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. What sex orientation. And he can cut up his pee-pee. And, and that, to me, that makes no sense whatsoever. And so I, I don't know if this is true, but I heard a rumor that they, they, they either passed or are trying to pass a law in L.A. that states if your child comes to you and asks to do some of these things and you say no, they could take your kid from yeah, you. Yeah, that's true just passed in California. That does that makes no sense. They want us to have no control over our children. So I'll pause there and say that this is um is congruent the right word. This is consistent with what happened in Canada. Um there is a big story out of British Columbia, the West Coast, you know, where a man didn't agree with his child's um gender identity and he was put in jail for this because he wouldn't conform to it. And of course, California and Canada are pretty close in a uh, in radical leftism. I would say probably goes California, then ca- Canada, then maybe New York right after it. If we're talking about this region of laws, and this this was also publicly banned to talk about in the press. You couldn't talk about the story because they had uh, they had settled. They have a poet as a publication ban, and you will see. And especially working in American media uh, myself. You will see that Canadian um, lawyers, uh, governing bodies, jurisdictions will tell American outlets, hey, we have a publicate what's known as a publication ban. And usually that's for the protection of the person involved. But in Canada and other countries, not unlike them. They like to use that as a way to, hey, you can't talk about this because it doesn't look good on the government. And you'll often see American companies, just like they did with the trucker convoy, say, hey, we don't have to follow Canadian laws. The trucker convoy of, a, you know, give, send, go. They want to do the same thing of GoFundMe by stopping them from doing that and giving up their financial information of their donors. Whereas give, send, go is like, no, we're in America. We don't have to follow that. So what she's talking about there and confirming in California is something that's long existed in Canada for at least a couple of years where you're not, it's considered, you know, child abuse to not confirm their their pretend gender. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, this is great. Um, shout out Gloria Velez, right? I think that's Gloria Velez. Yes. Right? In, in the game, shout her out in one of his early songs. Anyhow, uh, early 2000s video vixen. But besides that, this is great because I love when we see Vlad TV and, and DJ Academics, right, with Donald Trump. It's like, dog, the... The population of people that the establishment that the machine or whatever is really trying to is really trying to still pretend that they have their claws in, they're off the plantation, dog. It's over. You guys lost your your death throes. Neo, I don't know, he might be in his early 40s or something. He's not that old, right? Like he I think he was singing probably when he was early 20s. Anyways, the point is it's great that these sort of urban media outlets are discussing this and it's all just normal they're they're not and we'll we'll see we'll see what what comes here in the next week or so but it doesn't look like neo is gonna be apologizing it doesn't look like gloria velez is gonna be apologizing so this is great and 
I also want to mention that when I do look at the comment sections of like um, academics or Vlad TV or culture millennials, all these outlets, when you look at their comments on Instagram, hundreds, thousands of comments sometimes of people who actually can see clear through this. But for whatever reason, the, the media machine is still pretending that, you know, racism, this and homophobia and all this stuff, but it's, um, I think sanity is making a return, however, slowly, Actually, it's back. It's the media that is making the return to sanity slowly. Maybe. Like, did you see the story that the um, the New York Times ran last week that said, maybe we're the bad guys here? <laughs> no, yeah. I did not. Well, let's watch a little bit more of it. And, and wait, wait. But what... that's, also, that's also using the assumption that any of it's genuine, right? <laughs> so if they, uh, I always have to preface that because they know these are full grown adults. So they know what they're doing is completely manipulative and disgusting and trying to ruin these kids' lives. But all, on the off chance that they are actually having second thoughts, may, uh, I don't know. But let it let it continue, I guess. Children. I don't, I don't get it. In schools. I don't get it. Hospitals, libraries. Yeah. They just want to manipulate. You got to understand when they're so young and they're already, that's impressionable. That's right. Mm -hmm. And from them, they're going to believe what you say. I mean, yeah. we say Santa Claus is real. You know, the Easter they Bunny. Like, right, exactly. Like, they know what they're doing. Remember who you're dealing with. Like, I, I don't, I, I can't take credit for it, but I heard somebody say one time, he's like, all right, if your son comes to you and says, daddy, I want to be a girl. Ask your son, son, what is a girl? Mm, that's a good one. What is he going to do? He's going to say, uh, well, he might, he might want to play with dolls. All right, you want to play with dolls. Fine, play with dolls. Right. But you're a boy right. playing with dolls. That's How long until we get the article of ne singer Neo parrots racist Matt Walsh's what is a woman <laughs> concept to try yeah. to be transphobic or something, you know? Oh, well, they're, they're working on it right now. It's probably going to show up tomorrow morning. Um, it's going to be the root or something they're gonna they're gonna jump Teen through hoops. yeah they're gonna jump through hoops they're gonna twist themselves into a pretzel to make us believe that black man and are you know quite possibly well off i mean I, i'm not pocket checking neil but i assume he's not up you know tight financially successful black man successful latina are far right. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna do something, right? They're gonna find something. They're gonna find a case of you know Neo when he. I, I mean, who knows? They'll find something like um, like that woman on on ESPN who's constantly I forget her name, but she every time like one of these guys gets drafted or does something amazing or like typically a good story, she she delves 15, 16 years ago when yeah. they were in high school and and you know oh well uh, a woman uh you know. They'll find something, I guess, is the point I'm trying to make. But it, this is good. This is a step in the right direction, I think. If, if any of it is real, this is good. All right, let's watch the rest, and then there's a statement by Neo afterwards. Right. I want to wear pink. All right, cool, wear pink, but you're a boy. That's right. Wearing I pink. no I'm issue with, with the LBG. I have no problem with none of it, with nobody. Okay? Right. Love who you love, do what you do. Exactly. I just personally come from an era where a man was a man and a woman was a woman, that's and right. it wasn't but two genders, and that's just how I rocked. Me now, too. It, 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 you, could, you could identify as a goldfish if you feel like. Right. I, <laughs> I agree. That ain't my business. It's just, it becomes my business when you try to make me play the game with you. I'm not going right. to call you a goldfish, but exactly. you want to be a goldfish, you go be a goldfish. It's all Amen. Good. I mean, well yeah, it's, it's just, we live in a weird time, man. We, we do. do. Trigger warnings. What the right. hell is a trigger warning? <laughs> yes. Exactly. I, I, it's just, when, I it just is don't weird know times. when the world became so sensitive. Like, Can we... Like, keep comedians can't tell jokes no more. Can we? I love this. I haven't seen this this extended version of the clip, but can we take a little bit of credit and just say like we've been saying this for literally years now? Like it, it's it's good to see these people slowly come around and get the courage, I guess, now to to speak up. But it's like, dude, we've literally been saying this for years now. So shout out to the people who are just showing up. <laughs> More, no. everybody's offended. It's a joke. It's right. a comedian. <laughs> right. It's a joke. You're not supposed to take it serious. It's a joke. Right. His literal job is to joke. About want, everyone. About everyone right. and everything. <laughs> and people want to get offended and like, don't say that. That's that's triggering. Oh my God. You know what? Yeah. Sit in your house by yourself. <laughs> exactly. It just it, it annoys me. It annoys I mean, me. anything can trigger. 
of course all of that is true and of course it takes a simple common sense explanation from somebody who's in a position of notoriety to point this stuff out because what happens when you try to point this out to somebody as a layman let's say are you a scientist if we're talking about pharmaceuticals are you a biologist i'm not a biologist i can't tell you what a woman is but when somebody sits there who maybe has the respect of a few million people and they say well yeah this is obviously if they come from a place of sanity you know what i mean it's like if you were just in a coma for 10 years and you got dropped into this world you'd just be like well what do you mean that doesn't make any sense Here's a simple explanation as to why that doesn't make sense to me. It's this slowly trickling slope of, you know, um, gender pronouns and trigger warnings. And then, you know, I can change genders all the way down to a man, you know, is breastfeeding a, a baby and they're writing stories about how important that is. It takes a while to get there. And it's like a I'd imagine it's what it was like in the early stages of the Soviet Union or in communist China, where they just have to slowly eliminate common sense from modern thought until it's come so far over a certain amount of years that it's completely forgotten about. And what happens these days is that the media moves so fast, or 24-hour news cycle, as they call it, I usually give it a maximum two. You might get up to four days, not including a weekend, though, of a story if it's hot. It really takes a concerned effort from media outlets to push a story like Donald Trump's indictment or oppositely Hunter Biden's amazing business dealings, let's just say. It takes a effort from media outlets to consistently push a narrative. And what do they push a narrative on consistently? You know, men can be women, women can be men. Um, and of course, you know... Every climate change are those are basically the two big things that they push right now because they have nothing else. Everything else has failed, and we thought we were kind of at a position where everything else has failed until you know the the virus and the lockdown. So that's essentially where I think we're at, Eric. Well, where well, you mentioned um, you mentioned at the be like the the beginning of that the beginning of that statement there about how um you know you're not a doctor or you're not a scientist or whatever um. And that's that's what they're going to do with everything. I was watching uh, James Klug. Shout out James Klug, who posted a, a recent video of him in Philadelphia talking about the books, the disgusting books that are in the school, which we, of course, have also covered ad nauseum. But there was one group of women, like old women who are not navigating the landscape anymore. We're talking about old retired women, like no shade, but it's like you don't have to you don't have to walk on eggshells at work. You don't have to worry about stuff. You're you're you know, you, you just sit at home and knit or whatever, go to bingo or something, right? You don't have to worry about uh, navigating the, the world as a working professional. But I said all that to say, they're at the point now where this woman is saying, well, you're not a trained librarian. So think about that. She wants a quote unquote trained librarian to be the one to decide whether books are appropriate for children. So <laughs> the point is, it's like, they, they come up with this completely random idea of academia, like a, a woman, who, what is a trained librarian? Is that even a real thing? I, I genuinely don't know. Like you go to a librarian school or is it just a job you apply for because you like to read books a lot? But the point is, they're always going to find some way to differentiate, like to make sure that Neo, who is a family man, whatever, 40 years old, he's not qualified to talk about this because he's not a doctor or he's not a therapist or whatever. It's all completely ridiculous. And I'm looking... Um, you know, just a quick, a quick search on Neo. And of course they're all running the same headline. Um, I don't understand. Neo condemns parents who allow their kids to undergo gender transitions. Neo doesn't understand why kids are allowed to undergo gender transition. Neo condemns parents. It's all just the same. So, oh, here's one. Yeah. Neo slams modern parents trigger warning. I mean, it goes along. This is just the first page. They're, they're so outraged that Neo, who, if I'm 100% honest, and this is not a shot at Neo, like when I was a kid, I thought Neo was gay, but he seems to be pretty basic, as the kids say. <laughs> Here's his response, which appears to be an Instagram um, post, but this is from that girl's Gloria Velez's um, Twitter feed, at Gloria Velez, so wait, at this Neo is her, Compound. 
This is her she, her sharing a yeah. of his Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Okay. First and foremost, I condemn no one whom I could to condemn anybody. As you mentioned that a couple of the titles that he condemned your life, your kids, your choice. I was asked a question and I answered it. My opinion is mine. I'm not asking anybody to agree with me, nor am I telling you what you can and cannot do with your children. I stayed my opinion on a matter and that's that. Why should I care if my opinion upsets you when you don't care if yours upsets anyone? I think that's a really good point there. Opinions aren't special, he went on. Uh, we all have one. People voice them regularly whether they're asked or not. I was actually asked mine. Agreeing to disagree is not a declaration of war. Y'all do whatever the hell y'all want to. But my feelings on the matter are mine. Same way yours are yours. Meanwhile, I love everybody. Don't agree with some of y'all's ideals, but love you no less. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's not an apology. He says, if I like the part where he says... If you don't care if yours upsets anyone, and that's pretty true. It's all about conforming to what this group of people, even at the the largest numbers, Eric, for Gen Z, we have 20% of people, you know, identifying as this. That's and the fake. Other. It's Gen Z wanting to be special, right? But even if we took that as, as the greatest possible number, that's still 80 eight out of 10 people that disagree with that or don't choose to live their life that way. And I would wager that they don't believe that their children can be whatever they want so he's not saying he apologizes and i think on the spectrum not to use a tired word of spectrum of apologies and celebrity backtracking this is pretty high up there in terms of sticking to your guns i mean i wouldn't have written that i love everybody because i don't just love people <laughs> who have <laughs> I, I don't just love people who want to mutilate children i don't just love people that believe that you're being mean to your kid if no, you don't I don't, I don't love them. this guy at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but wait, that's so, where I stand on that. that. That's fair enough, which also reminds me of another sunny episode where they're like, no, dude, I, I don't know. I don't love this guy. Um, but okay, yeah, that makes sense because I probably, arguably, I wish I could screen share, but I'm on my laptop. Anyways, um, TMZ writes, Neo condemns parents. Now, we, I didn't watch the whole interview. I don't even know what consists of a condemn, like of condemnation at this point in time. But yeah, all he said was, uh, this doesn't really make sense. You wouldn't let him eat candy all day. Most people just go with the, um, you wouldn't let him get a tattoo or you wouldn't let him smoke weed. But he has a very good point. Like, you don't, he doesn't even have to go to, to booze or weed. You could literally just, you wouldn't even let him eat cookies all day. You know what I mean? Like cookies, candy, you wouldn't let people do that all day. But somehow... Um, they they let them change their genders like that that viral clip from a week or so ago. Holy uh, hell! He's <laughs> three, six, seven kids. Unless that's his wife, I don't know. Um, at least six kids. I think that's just an older kid. It looks like it looks like it. Wikipedia says he has five kids, but whatever. Um, there's that clip. That went viral, um, or maybe the Wikipedia is old and he just popped out another one. Um, the that viral clip of the street interviewer guy saying, "You think it's okay to transition children?" and the the yeah. they them is like, "Yeah, to Christianity, no." And it's like it's it's really that simple. These people are weird, and and we've we've obviously discussed this ad nauseum. But if they're not going to stop, we can't stop either. Something. Diddy might say, can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on to Jamie Foxx. This is from Stream Rare and Anomaly. Shout out Anomaly. This is from Great his, name. His... Great name for that. That was that was clever. Stream Rare, and, Stream Rare. Right. And so this is a Instagram story that Jamie Foxx did. Um, and it says, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends, hashtag fake love. Now, Eric, we haven't discussed this topic. What does that story, what do you think he's trying to say by saying that? Well, I mean, I think I know a little bit too much about the stories. Just discussing. Wait, wait, hold on. What are you asking me? Are we talking I'm about... asking you what, like on the, on just on the face, like when you read that, what is your reaction? Because my reaction is he's saying like, look, they killed Jesus. What do you think some like what do you think other people would do to you if like Jesus is the most perfect man ever? Don't you think that people will try to come after you or people will be mean to you? And then he says fake friends. Obviously, he's talking about somebody who betrayed him because 
they betrayed Jesus, right? Yeah, um, I, I took it as maybe like a Hollywood type of thing, right? Like, I mean, Drake obviously talks about fake love and all that stuff. Um, but of course, the media takes it, it immediately takes it to a certain place, right? But does this is this connected? I mean, he just comes out of the wood like he disappeared for six months or whatever it was, and all the speculation about why he was so sick, and we're not going to mention that at all. Can't we can't even discuss it? It obviously leaves a lot of question, a lot of unanswered questions, which really is none of our business. But you have to understand when you don't answer these questions, there's a certain group of people who are going to assume one particular thing, right? Whether it's true or not. So this to me, look, I, I can't get too deep into the conspiratorial rabbit hole, but it just seems weird that this is now going to completely overshadow anything else about what about some weird stuff that was going on with Jamie Foxx and him. Like, is it about a movie? Uh, like, I, I don't know what it was about. And before I read the entire story, well, I guess I learned about the whole thing at one time, but I will say that I wouldn't have immediately jumped to what the media jumped to just by exactly. reading that one story post. Exactly. And then he goes on to apologize for it. I want to apologize to the Jewish community and everybody who's offended by my post. I now I, I now, now know the choice of words have caused offense, and, and I'm sorry that it was never my intent to clarify I was betrayed by a fake friend, and that's what I meant by they, not anything more. Love in my heart for everyone, love in my support for Jewish community, my deepest apologies to anyone. So that's the other end of the spectrum, Eric, of celebrity really does nothing wrong, and, you know, I gotta say I'm sorry even though I didn't say anything wrong. We can yeah, all have but- our preferences to what somebody said. I would have said... You know, I don't know why you guys think I would talk about that. I don't have anything to apologize for or say nothing at all. But Jamie Foxx, you know, as soon as he got out of the hospital, his commercials are everywhere. He's got like a a terrible look who's talking now version movie with animals talking. He's in another movie. And so they really just waited for him to get out of the hospital and they pushed him. I don't know. A conspiracy minded person might say that he didn't. You know, he didn't narc out a certain industry. Therefore, let's push him as soon as he's ready to get out there again. It's hard to tell with Jamie Foxx because, you know, he said some things that are cryptic in the past. And now, you know, like he says basically nothing and he's forced to apologize it. But I do like his Fox emoji, given that he is Um, Fox. Well, he's even though that's 100 percent not his real name. um, What's his real name? I don't know, but it's not Jamie Foxx. He he tells a story about how he had to... Do you take that from Red Fox? Well, he, t- he told a story on some podcast or something about how he had to change it because a comedy club he was going to when he was young was looking for more women, so he used the name Jamie because it could have been a man or a woman, and it's not his real name. Um, Eric Marlon Bishop. There you go, right? There's, another, there's a couple other people I can think of that aren't using their real names either. Mahmoud Abdul Rauf or Kareem Abdul Jabbar, Whoopi Goldberg, who chose a name specifically to get in good with another group of people, Muhammad Ali. That's a completely different thing. (laughs) I'm thinking of Whoopi Goldberg specifically, who at one point I believe went on record saying she chose the name Goldberg specifically so she would appear as. Or else uh, she would never have done the movie Ghost. But but also, the um, there's a couple things here, right? First of all, we're constantly told that you should be using the word they, right? But now they <laughs> is bad. Now they is completely out of bounds. Um, in any other context, they is the best way to describe anybody. But now they is bad and you shouldn't say it. It means, uh, you know, it's completely anti-Semitic. Um, of course, Dave Chappelle, the GOAT, has a great joke about it also. But this, we see this time after time, after time right? Um, if you say the LGBTQCIA mafia or whatever, if you, you know, they are the ones that, that are, get angry. Okay, hang on. Let me, let me explain this properly. They're the ones that draw the correlations, right? So when a quote-unquote conservative group says, we need to get rid of the groomers, they say, why are you taking shots at LTGBQ, whatever, 
BBQ because they've drawn the conclusion. Same thing with uh, Jason Aldean recently and, and BLM. So when you show crime, they draw the correlation to black people, right? Even though a bunch of white people or, you know, it, but you see what I'm saying? They create, they create the correlation there where, where it wasn't really being made. Now it is there. And, that, and and we both know that, but they're the ones that said it, meaning they are, I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense. I'm trying to find the best way to explain it. But similarly, when Jamie Foxx uses the word they in this post, there's a group of people who are drawing a correlation between this sort of deceitful group of people that he wasn't alluding to. So what does that say about you? Does that make sense? Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's the old, you know, you're drawing the conclusions and it says more about you. We did this with yes. the reactions of, you know, Pearl you, Davis. You put that much more concisely than I was than I did. We right? saw this with Thank the Pearl you. Davis saying that 25 year olds are more attractive than 35 year olds. And then all these women in their 40s and 50s posted bikini pictures of themselves because, you know, this is not about looks. But here's my looks. Um, so Jennifer Aniston got swept up in this as well somehow uh, because she liked his post. And then here she is doing an Instagram story. And this is a little bit sadder. I mean, Jamie Foxx is a guy who, you know, he's really out there. His personality is really out there. He's singing. He's acting. He's screaming. He's got, a good, stuff. he's got a good Trump impression, I think. He's got one of the best. And Jennifer Aniston is not really a person who speaks out a lot. So she got swept up in this and she shows a post that was labeled anti-Semitism, just the subheading there from something called Wider Frame. And she says, this really makes me sick. I did not, quote, like this post on purpose or by accident. More importantly, I want to be clear my to my friends and anyone hurt by this showing up on their feeds. I do not support any form of anti-Semitism. I truly don't tolerate hate of any kind, period. So that really doesn't say anything. <laughs> but that's that's her just being like, I'm happy with my friend's money. I've done a couple Adam Sandler movies. Don't come after me. Don't bring me into your bullshit. Um, I'm happy with being like the older woman on magazines who they say is still pretty. Don't bring me into this. I'm not against anyone. You know, I, <laughs> I just think that's her just being like, I'm not even apologizing. That might be that's better than Jamie Foxx's because she's just like, I didn't do it on purpose. I did not do it on purpose. Too bad um, you're not bringing me into this is basically what I think she's saying, Eric. And for Jennifer Aniston to give an opinion on anything other than, you know, her still being in love with David Schwimmer, which I think we all gathered from the Friends reunion that happened a few years ago. I think it takes a lot because she's like, I'm not about to screw up my career when I'm like 55 over somebody getting mad that I liked an Instagram post of Jamie Foxx saying, you know, people aren't very nice to me as much as I want them to be. So I think if we're ranking these, Eric, and we'll have another one to rank, we still have another cancellation to get to. I think Jennifer Aniston might be number one ahead of Neo. She doesn't say I love anybody. She says, I do not hate. So she didn't say, I love you guys. Even though you guys call me an anti-Semite, I love you guys. Whereas Neo said, I love you guys because they called him some sort of bigot. And then Jamie Foxx says, I love everybody because you also called me an anti-semite i think jennifer aniston is winning here eric well um i'm genuinely curious like so her her statement here it doesn't it doesn't mean i didn't do this it wasn't by accident and it wasn't on purpose it just goes to show you that you can just just spew out a couple words it doesn't really <laughs> yeah. mean anything does it it's just it's word salad which we know we have learned the hard way that word people like word salad apparently Shout out, um, you know, Kamalto. But I think this is good for them. Or this is obviously it's going to go away. They're not really canceled here. But and again, I have not seen the success of any of these people. But what are they? What would they be canceled from? Neo hasn't had a song in a decade. She is what in a, a movie every now and then who, yeah, I guess is now going to play the hot grandma. Like what what are what would be the takeaway here? Like they're they, you you already won you won the game they can't they can't get rid of you they can't destroy your life or take your money so they haven't 
they really should tell all these people to kick kick rocks. That would be the best, but we know we're not going to get there. But I guess the question is, what are they? I, Jamie Foxx is still very clearly, you know, trying to be in movies. Maybe he's got a lot of people to feed. He's got a lot of bills to pay, I'm sure. You know, I'm, he's probably... He may, I'm not saying he's living check to check or anything. I'm not, but I'm saying he's probably living with, under the assumption that he's still going to be making millions of dollars for, you know, yes, every single. So, so that makes a little bit more sense. But as far as Neo and Jennifer Aniston are concerned, well, there's no takeaway. They have nothing to lose. So they should be, they should be, um, Teflon. Well, I think you're right. I like what you said about how this kind of shows Jennifer Aniston's response kind of shows that you can say anything as long as you're somewhat addressing it. People don't really care if you say, you know, I woke up this morning. I spent $30 on an avocado toast because of Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I opened six $1 million checks from friends bonuses. And then I said something <laughs> anti-Semitic and I regret it. As long as it has some, as long as you're not standing your ground against the machine, I think that nobody actually cares because what would come up in conversation between a 300 pound blue haired girl would be like, well, Jennifer Aniston's an anti-Semite. I don't know if we can watch friends anymore. And then the 450 pound girl with purple hair and hairy armpits would say, well, she apologized. Okay. Well, that's good enough for me. She's still on our side. We can still, you know go to the park later this afternoon and sleep in the park for the next couple of days and call somebody a bigot. If they have a problem with me taking a dump on their doorstep. Um, but as long as you show the vague, this is New York. I'm describing obviously. that escalated quickly. It did, but New York's <laughs> escalating quickly. As long as you show the vague, you know, I apologize. I didn't mean it. As long as you go up to the altar once and do like one bow at the altar of the social justice warriors, which is again, a morbidly obese person holding like a, a Starbucks or something. That's the altar there with one hand raised of the fist with armpit hair and squiggly lines denoting stink coming out of it. As long as you do one bow to the statue, Eric, um, then all is forgiven. And I think Jennifer Aniston is showing this one more cancellation happened over the weekend. Um, and we're gonna have to rank this guy's apology too. NASCAR driver that of course we haven't heard of because neither of us watched NASCAR. And I have to say, Eric, NASCAR would be so much more exciting if they had like less than 50 laps. I don't know if you've ever heard of this thing called NASCAR overtime. Basically, if the race ends, like let's say it's 300 laps. If on the 300 laps, they're on a caution flag. And then I know this is difficult because nobody with teeth cares about NASCAR. Um, I'm sorry, but <laughs> you know, I've been watching too many comedians lately, but what happens is if the race ends while it's on a caution flag or somebody destroyed their car or something, they do this thing called overtime and it's like 25 laps and they all start at the same time. If NASCAR had 25 laps, it would be the most amazing sports because unlimited crashes happen when people are panicking to get in the top 10 or whatever it is. And that's when NASCAR is at its most exciting. So this guy, um, is start a NASCAR that. I don't know, maybe, maybe pitch that to Dana. Death car. So I don't know something seems our seem, car seem it. I can't believe I'm saying this. That's actually not a bad idea. You like how Microsoft you have notifications <laughs> like <laughs> as if I'm signed into something for them. Um, it's just read our crappy stories. This also, though, reminds me of uh, what you're saying. There's a Simpsons joke about NASCAR where Homer is like, um, they, it's like, this is our chance to see cars driving. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the South Park NASCAR one? No. Danica Patrick Cartman becomes a NASCAR driver, and he thinks the way to be successful is become to become uh, dumber and poorer. He thinks the dumber and poorer you are makes you the better NASCAR driver. He's like, Danica Patrick, she's stupid. She's pissing me off. I'm dumber and poorer than her. And instead of chewing tobacco, he chews Vagisil. It's very strange. And he's just like, I'm turning left. Look out. It's really funny. I'm not doing it justice. So this guy named Gregson, um, Noah Gregson, suspended by his um, car club, as in the people who own his car that he races, and NASCAR for liking an Instagram post, a meme mocking the death of George Floyd. So obviously, Eric, everybody wants to know um, 
what meme was it but we can't give it up for free you have to go to uopod.com you have to go to patreon.com slash uopod to subscribe to our patreon and watch our bonus podcast weekly eric if you go there and subscribe to us you will get an unfiltered uncensored podcast every week if you're listening on spotify google or anywhere else apple podcast please give us a review i prefer if it's five stars that way we can continue delivering chinese food in the neighborhoods we want just like uber eats and if you're watching on rumble which a lot of you are and we appreciate that um please give us a subscribe but consider going to patreon and we'll be forever grateful for you so the meme that this guy liked now that we've paid the bills is not even funny it's not even good it's a picture of George Floyd as a crab. I don't know if we've got any volume. Is under the sea. There you go. Under the sea. Just the Under the Sea movie from, what, The Little Mermaid? Yeah, I think so. A picture, uh, picture of George Floyd's head on a crab and says, Under the Knee. It's a very low-effort meme. I mean, they just took default text, put the picture over it, and I guess he liked this post, and that's enough. That's enough, Eric. You can <laughs> you can go burn down a building, stand on top of a burnt down Wendy's, as you said, for Steven Jackson. You can cut off parts of your body and support children doing that. What else can you do that's supported? I mean, you can you could literally ransack um, a Macy's, a Foot Locker. Yes. You can try to firebomb a you know a Planned Parenthood. You can shoot a congressman you will still be more favored in the media if you do all that stuff than liking a meme about a guy who was we don't need to go down the list at all yeah from what george floyd's accomplishments are (laughs) which are unlimited he's the greatest person of all time rest in peace nobody wants anyone to die but still make your martyrs what's uh what's the guy who got what's the girl who got shot remember brianna taylor I mean, any example you take, they take the like, people who are committing crimes and they're like, this is the greatest person ever. So you can't like a meme of that person or else you'll be fired from your driving job. It's like imagine a bus driver liked a meme about the Unabomber and therefore they can't drive a school bus anymore. I don't know, Eric, but Ooh. he apologized, of course. And this wait, is- wait, hold, hold on before we get to the apology, because I, okay. I this will be my first uh Learn. Uh, this will be the, my first uh, learnings l- of it. Is l- that what you're gonna say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think you said eaten a few weeks ago too. So shut <laughs> up, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is easily the darkest, right? I'll get out in front of it. This is going to rank the top because we're not, dude. He didn't repost it. He didn't comment on it. He didn't leave laughing emojis. He liked it. So what is that? That's what Jennifer Aniston did. Okay, fair. But she didn't get fired or she didn't get suspended. Suspended from what? The Friends DVD box set commentary? (laughs) (laughs) An Adam Sandler vacation movie? But they're clearly telling us that we are going to control your thoughts. Now, maybe the meme's funny. Maybe it's not funny. But the idea that you are going to get enjoyment from something out uh, that you're going to get enjoyment out of something that we do not agree with. I mean, they're, they're re-educating. That's they're re-educating him in real time right now. (laughs) All right. Let's look at what he quoted here um, from legacy motor club, who I, I guess employs him that, you know, when you drive a race car, a NASCAR, a formula one car, Usually a company sponsors the car or, you know, in many cases, it's Mercedes or Ferrari or whoever makes the car and you drive it. They said, we have made the decision to suspend Noah Gregson effective immediately regarding his actions that do not represent the values of our team. Josh Berry will drive the number 42 car entry this weekend for the NASCAR Cup Series race in Michigan. I mean, he doesn't. I read in the other article he hasn't placed in the top 10 yet. That has something to do with it, obviously. But the idea that um, his actions do not represent the values of our team. You're telling me that nobody on their team has ever liked an inappropriate meme before? I mean, that's what you got to be aware of, that people are watching your shit. I mean, 
you got a guy three garages down for you that if he sees a loop in the rope that he's going to call it a noose. You know what I mean? You got the guy. Wait a minute. Let me, I bet you they go around inspecting the ropes at this point because of that guy. What was his name? Bubba, Bubba? right? Bubba, yeah. Bubba Smollier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is what he said on the quote tweet of that. Uh, let's see if we can make it bigger. I'm disappointed in myself for my lack of attention and attack and actions on social media. I understand the severity of the situation. I love and appreciate everyone. I try to treat everyone equally, no matter who they are. I messed up plain and simple. Um, if you truly love George Floyd, which this podcast truly loves George Floyd, we're not fake lovers of George Floyd. Noah Gregson, if you truly love George Floyd, then you wouldn't have liked that meme. So don't tell me that you love and appreciate everyone. You do not appreciate George Floyd. You do not appreciate Stephen Jackson. You don't appreciate Kamala Harris. Well, what he's really saying, he's disappointed in my lack of attention. He's saying he's forgetting that people can see what he likes on Instagram. Almost as like when Ted Cruz liked some pornography on Twitter. Forgetting that people can see what you like on Instagram on your own account, you know is just, like he said, it's a bad lack of attention that he's paying, and then he has to give this apology where I think he's ranking... Where is he ranking on this? He, he can't rank above Jennifer Aniston. I don't think he can rank above Neo. Um, but he's all he's basically the same as J.V. Fox here, saying I do love and appreciate everyone. But he said he's disappointed in myself. Jamie Fox wasn't disappointed in himself. He just didn't mean what he said. So I think he, he's the worst one, and it's coming from a NASCAR driver. Yeah, I mean, dude, like I said, this is the re-education in real time. I mean, just likes a post and then he gets suspended from his job, writes this weirdo chat GPT apology about how he likes everything. Do you think <laughs> his mind has really changed? Do you think his mind has really changed? If he, he might have been sitting on the couch watching cars go around in circles and scrolling through Instagram, saw the post and got a laugh out of it. And now that somebody knows that he laughed at it, do you think he genuinely is sitting there on that very same couch and saying, this is no longer funny. I do not find this. Yesterday, 24, 48 hours ago, this was very funny. It made me chuckle. But today, I totally see the error of my ways, and I understand this is not funny at all. It's not true. None of that's true. It's just him. It's just, they're just pounding the, you know, pounding the free thought out of him and so he's gonna he has to apologize like a little weasel and then hopefully get back in his car in another week and it won't matter they smell blood in the water he's gonna be walking on eggshells for the rest of his life if he you know if if uh i mean look there are a number of things that he that he could do that and they're gonna bring up this right so if he goes to a restaurant and a server says, oh, he only gave me a $20 tip when 20% would have been 23. It's just, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna rake him over the coals at every chance they get because they, they smell blood in the water and he's never going to live it down. I mean, he would have been, he would have been better off just not doing any, whatever. Who, who am I to say? I guess he wouldn't. It's just like, don't do anything, bro. And they're going to forget about it. In, in two days, nobody knew who you were before until one, you click a heart on an Instagram post and now the whole world knows you as the guy who likes unfunny memes, I guess. I don't know, bro. This is a mess. Yeah, I think that's the big lesson here is that this guy needs to be more. Don't just hand out your likes like they're 10 cent candies. You're People frozen. Just... Oh, oh. Am I back? You're back. You're back. People can't, you can't just be handing out likes on social media like you're giving out 10 cent pieces of licorice. You gotta be a little bit more earning of your likes. You can't be giving crappy memes <laughs> your likes here. Especially the meme when wasn't you're, that funny. It was, no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't that funny. And you're a professional athlete driver. It takes a lot to drive for that long, it takes a lot of stamina. Um, that's not the argument here. You're a notable person in the world and you're just giving out likes like they're like they're nothing to shitty memes on instagram like what are you doing dude like at least like it was just audio of under the sea with a crappy like floating head maybe this is indicative of his upbringing maybe you know in his social circle and nascar or it's like turning left and liking shitty memes maybe that's what it is but um 
I think he needs to be a bit more conservative about what he's liking. But but they're, they, I mean, you're right, but they're going to find any, like, it, this just reminds me of the Jason Aldean thing again. It's like, dude, th- he literally he put looked- up news clips and then apparently they had to re- re-edit the video because it didn't get, like, it got copyright clearance or something or it didn't get the proper <laughs> clearance. I, I, I don't know exactly what happened. They but- clicked that auto-edit button on YouTube that Jimmy know. Fallon makes us press sometimes. <laughs> um, but... Bro, this is a complete and total mess. Whatever, moving on. Do we You're really getting food? triggered, so we're moving on well, here. It's just, it's just so. One, a simple like of a post, like, isn't yes. that what the, isn't that what the whole app is about? Is like, you don't no, do, do no do engagement at, allowed. Okay, <laughs> exactly. No opinions. No, even like it's to this point now where giving something a like means like you entirely endorse everything yeah. it stands for. It's really ridiculous. Um, speaking of ridiculous, which you've also what I, I want to just mention about how the interaction on social media, like I, I think I mentioned last week or two weeks ago, if I just post troll comments like left wing, like left wing libtard comments on like Brandon Tatum's account, for instance, and then it's just so funny to watch how the conservatives like, yes, melt it's a lot it's of like, fun. Dude, it's like, how did, you didn't. First, it's very clearly a joke, right? But if you were to take two seconds to look at one post on my page, you'd realize it was well, a joke. If you're not sure and you really care, you should look at somebody's profile just to be sure. But it's it's the other end of the spectrum where like somebody can say something that 99% of people will realize is a troll and then they freak out about it. If you're going through comments and freaking out, there's a on any platform there's a problem there was a time where people who commented on youtube videos were considered crazy people and now it's a little bit more accepted i still think it's the one people comment on the least and they get the least you know sympathetic or realistic or genuine comments on and i don't know why people do it to an extent but it used to be for crazy people only for a reason because if you're reading a comment from a total stranger and that triggers you it's probably, you know, you probably need to take out the garbage. You probably need to, you know, take a shower. There's something else you could be doing is my point there. We the, need to go back to the comments on our Richie the Barber clip and see how people are feeling. Oh, they're, they're popping off as we speak for the last <laughs> video. I've got okay. ideas about that that I want to talk about to you with after. The U.S. Women's National Team in the Women's World Cup, Eric. Um, wildly unsuccessful event. Um, I can't wait to see the final numbers for the whole thing. They gave away 20,000 tickets. They couldn't sell tickets in New Zealand. I don't know why they thought they could. But um, they begged people to come. And then they implemented this new thing, the U.S. women's team, where um, everybody gets paid the same. They have to split this money with the men's team, which brings in 10 times more at least. The entire Women's World Cup, every player gets paid 30 grand for some reason. Doesn't make any sense. They're going to end up losing money. It's like FIFA is just taking a loss on it. Um, it's really strange. They've just decided for social justice reasons, they'll just lose money. The U S women's team lost, um, against Sweden and our favorite girl, Megan Rapinoe with her blue hair, who hates America, hates Trump a lot and really campaigned for this women's rights, um, that don't exist in terms of, you know, pay us for stuff we haven't accomplished. She was retiring and she had this interview with somebody afterwards and she didn't say, you know, oh. I love my teammates and stuff. She just talked Ooh. about how she's changed the world. And it's really interesting to see this person like, and I'll bring it back to George Floyd, like pretend that these accomplishments are real and what happened is real and that she's made a huge difference in the world just because people have lied to her. It's like somebody who becomes, you know, if I was to, to join the it's something that I don't deserve. If I'm all of a sudden in the NBA and you know, maybe it's my dying wish to play in an NBA game and I go to the Toronto Raptors and they sub me in with 30 seconds left and everybody steps out of my way and they let me score a bucket. And then every, (laughs) and then afterwards I'm just like, you know, I was, I'm so glad I was able to be the first, uh, guy undrafted player to score a bucket in the NBA playoffs or something like that. You know what I mean? Just this thing that was completely given to me. And then I'm just making it all about me and how great I I am. That's Megan Rapinoe here. 
Wait, wait. Is Before you play memory... it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wow, can great we, timing, Eric. Can we please acknowledge why do they don't even try to look? They, it looks they like Bill try, Nye. But they don't even try to shake it up at all. The weird, the weird shave size, the green. It's like you're trying to look like a meme. You are memeing yourself. You're like you are become <laughs> a parody of yourself. They don't even try. Like, do, can we get like one like hot chick that is crazy like this just so we can no like, because they keep, have better things to toes. do okay all right it's all everything you were taught as a child you thought as a child that was intrinsic to you like ugly people have something wrong with them it's true because somebody who has who who's not looking like this has other stuff to do okay they don't i'll, I'll get to this after let's hear what she's like like hang on hang is on is there <laughs> well no there's there's a group of um activists of pro-life activists in California. And a bunch of them have, you know, septum piercings and pink hair. And I applaud them for at least shaking things up a little bit. They're not these super trad con, like beat boop, like conservative, like all lives matter. You know, they they look like they could be anything. You would never expect that this, this group of misfits would be incredibly pro-life, highly organized group of people, right? So they shake it up. They're just but juggalos. These people, <laughs> but these people just can't shake it up. Can we get one, you know, nice flowing brown hair and well put together and no pit hair? And no, nice you can't. Like, okay, all right, I'm sorry. Let's watch it. Is there a memory that stands out to you right now in this moment? Oh, um, I mean, probably equal pay chance. Um, after the final, um, and I think, you know, they were saying equal pay, but could have been saying a lot of things. I think this team has always fought for so much more, and uh, that's been the most rewarding part for me, of course, playing in World Cups and winning championships and doing all that. But, um, you know, to know that we've used our really special talent to do something, you know, that's really, like, changed the world forever. I think that means the most to me and, you know, the players in this locker room here, um, they're just getting started. And, you know, to all the players that I've played with, obviously, um, you know, who know what it's like to be in the grind. Um, that's the best part. The best part, she says, Eric, about winning World Cups and stuff is about changing the world. She didn't change the world. She complained until people had enough of her that they just threw money at. Oh, let's shut this girl up. Let's give them $30,000 each. We can afford it from the billions we make. And now she comes out. She's going to go to bed at night thinking that, you know, she changed the world and she got equal pay, which it's still not equal because they don't make anywhere else, anywhere near as much as the men do for a reason and you say can we get one long-haired girl who doesn't look like um bill nye the science guy she She doesn't let's let's get a girl that doesn't look like jimmy fallon um the reason why we can't do that eric is because they have stuff to do megan rapinoe doesn't have stuff to do when she goes home she goes home she probably gives a massage to a morbidly obese woman that's her girlfriend and maybe maybe she dabbles a little bit of veganism Maybe some crystals. Um, she probably has a lot to do with her <laughs> her astrology readings. Probably flipping to the back of the newspaper still because she's old school. She doesn't have anything to do. People who look like Megan Rapinoe don't really have stuff to do, Eric. And that's the thing that we're missing here. You get blue hair because she you kind of looks people... like your Rick doll. Like, that's fair. Looks... Yeah, <laughs> people who have blue hair. Just like people have face tattoos, do it because they want you to look at them. This thing where everybody, you know, we had to live through where it's everybody's to each their own, which of course is true, but everybody just does stuff because they like it. There is a reason why some people dye their hair blue. There is a reason why people, you know, paint their face like a clown and get clown tattoos. It's because they want your attention <laughs> and they're desperate for you to look at them and possibly have a problem with it so that they can complain about it. Oh, you're misjudging me based on what I look like. When you wake up in the morning and you think about how you want to present yourself to the world, whether it's a blue haired soccer player, lesbian lady who, <laughs> you know, thinks that she should be paid for work she hasn't done. Or you wake up in the morning, you, you're a guy who wants to wear a dress and thinks that nobody should have a problem with that, even though it's wildly irregular. 
It's because you want the attention and you want to have that battle. Without the battle in her life, Megan Rapinoe was just another soccer player who was attracted to the women on her team and probably made <laughs> girls uncomfortable. But now, with the short hair, blue hair, and saying that they deserve more money than they actually get, she's become, you know, this international superstar who goes on late night talk show and says Donald Trump's ruining the world. You see what I'm getting at? If I was to come on this podcast and be like, I say all this stuff, Eric, and I give my attention publicly because I don't actually want to be heard. You would be like, well, you're a crazy person. Why would you put a microphone in your face and then press publish on things if you didn't want people to hear what you have to say? And then I say, you know, um, it'd be like Joe Rogan. You've Somebody has had, and I'm not comparing myself to him, but if somebody asked Joe Rogan and they said, you've had a hundred billion slash three trillion views on your podcasts. What it, What is it that you think is your best accomplishment? And he goes, well, you know, I've, done MMA commentary, I've done stand-up comedy, and I've done billions of podcast views, but I re- what I really take home is how I've changed the world and how I wanted people to, to look like me, and I didn't really want your attention from any of that. I didn't want anyone to listen to my podcast. I didn't want anyone to see my stand-up comedy. I just really wanted you to do what I tell you to do, but, I, but uh, anything that I did beyond that, it just magically happened. What Megan Rapinoe is saying that she's glad that everybody listened to me, but she's she's bothered that she had to do some work while she was there. She's bothered that she had to play soccer to get you to listen to her. That's what I think she's saying, Eric. Um. Well, this kind of reminds me, maybe this is apples to oranges, but you mentioned that she wanted to get paid for doing work that she hasn't done yet, which reminds me, and maybe we can do a, a separate segment on this at a later date, but remind me of this tipping culture that's gone through the roof um, here. And this is actually the worst I've seen it, right? As time goes on. I mean, you're talking about going into a little restaurant, order at the counter, they call your name 10 minutes later, and they flip the iPad around on you and want 20, 30% tip, <laughs> which I think is like, I mean, yeah, if you want to, you should have the option, right? But I don't, it feels like they're pressuring you a little bit, right? Like, so Megan Rapino, Rapino, whatever her name is, she's she applying pressure for, yeah, for stuff that she didn't really do, but she's kind of making it, whatever, neither here nor there. She wants the attention. She claims she doesn't want the attention, but she changed the world and it's all a completely big mess. But more importantly, just to bring it back, as bad as this sounds, as bad as this sounds, okay, you would be much more likely to at least get me to pay attention to you if you didn't look like a weirdo. Like, you you, you look like you're going to be a pain in the ass. If you just looked like a normal person and had some opinions that were different from me, I'd be much more likely to at least listen to you. But you look on your, like, like Richie, right? I get it. You may be this stone cold Christian and you came from this, you came from that, you had a hard life. And I'm not saying that what you're saying is untrue. All I'm saying is your presentation, the way you look makes me think a certain thing. And I don't think I'm wrong for that. Right? Like you would think something different about me if I didn't wear a t-shirt and a baseball cap, right? Like if I, if I wore a a rainbow shirt, you would think a certain thing. If I wore a three piece suit, you would think a certain thing. So I'm a little bit more likely to at least hear you out if you didn't look like you were going to start screaming about climate change or racism or whatever <laughs> it is. And, and it's like, you see, um, like with, with Barbie, whatever, a couple of weekends ago when that, when that, um, opened in the theaters, right? Like no matter how much they want to tell you that Lizzo is the new beauty standard and men can be women or whatever it is, you're going to make more money with hot chicks. It just is what it is, right? Like no matter how much they try to change that, it's still the bottom line. Like you, you're much, you're, I think I could be completely wrong. I'm no economist here, but you're much more likely to spend $20 on a movie ticket to see um, Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling than Lizzo and Megan Rapinoe. It just, (laughs) this is a fact. I agree. And I, one day I want to get into how, you know, Barbie and Taylor Swift are the downfall of quote unquote conservative women. It's something they can't give up. Even though there's a transgender (laughs) person in Barbie, 
even though Taylor Swift has literally campaigned for Democrats that have terrible views, I think it's something that they can't give up for some reason, and it causes this battleground. And it's as arbitrary as if I was to say, you know, um, I love Andrew Tate, no matter everything he does, everything he does, uh, no matter what he does, it's all great. You can't tell me I'm not. And uh, you can't tell me that I, I'm not contradicting myself for, you know, paying for whatever his his top G thing, whatever that is. If I paid for that, just like they pay for Taylor Swift concerts and uh, Barbie tickets. And you're just like, you can't tell me that I'm contributing to something that I'm against. Um, but that's for another day. Final thoughts, Eric. We like to thank um, everybody on watching on Rumble. I see you there. Getter, of course, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch, and anybody listening on the Spotify's, the Apples, and the Googles, and the iHeartRadios, and Vermont, and Pennsylvania, and Piaw! <laughs> Piaw! Um, wait, wait, hey, I, I want to leave like a cliffhanger. Maybe we could talk about this next week, but mm-hmm. am I incorrect in understanding that Andrew Tate is constantly talking about masculinity and, and don't smoke weed and don't watch porn, but then you made all your money basically being an online pimp. Yes. Uh, webcam girls that he talked about how he was like, you got to basically the old thing where it's like convince them that you love them and then get them to do that and get a girl to help. It's basically pimping without actual sex. Yeah. But so, so you're selling your product to, I guess, apparently guys you don't like, but your message is to not indulge in those things at all. So, I mean, Islam's a complicated religion, Eric. <laughs> all, right. all right, fair enough. Uh, buy my book, New York City 2020, and only gets better with age. Inshallah. Turn it up, Jordan.